You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the Church Life Podcast. Happy Wednesday. Um, My guest today to support our Advent reading and our Christmas devotional is my friend Nathan Greer. Hey, Nathan. Hi, how are you? So, Nathan, you haven't been around Carterville for an extremely long time. Uh, There are plenty of people who know you, but there are some who don't. So before we start with our devotion, uh, would you just introduce yourself to us just a little bit? Tell us a little bit about where you are in life. Sure. Uh, So I grew up overseas in North Africa um, and moved here... Um, the summer of 2018, um, and then have been going to school at William Carey. Excellent. And I think you have a, like a, you're in an exciting season of your life. You have a big event next year. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty big event. All right. Getting married to the love of my life. Yep. And she's fantastic. I love Abby. So Nathan, I want to compliment you and Abby both because you guys have been super faithful, um, in worship. You guys are super faithful, faithful volunteers, you know, in the mission drip and in student ministry and college ministry, man, I just, I really come to respect and appreciate both of you. So Nathan, thanks for serving us today. All right, so I just want to invite you to read your passage. Tell the church what you're going to read today, Nathan. So I'll be reading Luke chapter 1, verses 14 through 17. Um, And it says, And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. He will be great before the Lord. And he must not drink wine or strong drink. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many... Of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord that people prepared. So, and this is a great little prophecy about John the Baptist coming from the angel Gabriel. So, I appreciate you reading that, and Nathan, you've prepared to kind of help guide our church through uh, our morning meditation, so why don't you why don't you share with us what you've prepared? Well, um, I think just reading through this passage, just looking at um, the importance of Christ's coming and the importance of his birth, um, and years prior to this, I believe it was, what, 400 years um, before this or more, um, it was a prophecy that someone would come before the Messiah to go before him and prepare the way. Um, and, and so it's really kind of a unique thing. Really, I love seeing how the Bible proves itself true um, in that, you know, we, we can test this. You know, we can test the New Testament with the Old Testament to see if Christ is fulfilling the prophecies. Um, and without fail, he has and is. Um, and so just reading through this and um, seeing before this how um, just just how um, Zechariah goes before um, the Lord in the temple um, and just is doing just a normal ritual. Um, and finally, after years and years and years of silence, the Lord speaks. Um, and Zechariah can hardly um, believe it, you know, and... Um, I just think there's just something really unique about this story that I really uh, haven't noticed reading it before this. Um, I think, um, yeah, 
just just seeing the weight of all of this pointing to the birth of Christ. You know? and, and to think, like you said, that you know, all the way back into the you know, to the fifth century prophet Malachi, even farther back to Isaiah. You're right. I mean, the Old Testament prophets have been predicting, number one, the birth of the Messiah, then Jesus, and number two, several of them, including Malachi and Isaiah, have been predicting the the birth of a forerunner of, of John the Baptist, you know, somebody that was going to go before him. And uh, so to be that to be in that moment when Gabriel is telling Zechariah that you are fulfilling things that have been for hundreds of years, you know, yeah. brewing in the heart and the mind of God. And I wonder if that's an encouragement, Nathan, today, you know, for for our church family um, as we're trying to serve, just to recognize that, you know, because God is eternal and sees all of time together, because God is sovereign and he's in charge, his plans are so good and wise, like the things that are unfolding right in front of us right now, none of them are a surprise to, to mm-hmm. God. They've been in his heart and mind forever. Yeah. Uh, and just to have been in Zechariah in that moment, awesome. I'll tell you this too, I am intrigued with the character of John the Baptist. Yes. I got to tell you that um, for years I have, I thought he was almost an unsung hero of the Christmas stories because, you know, I mean, Jesus is obviously the focus, but because Jesus is such a strong focus for the the Christmas story, uh, I think we miss the power of this guy that is his forerunner. Um, A couple things I I love. Number one, as a parent, I love verse 14 that you read to us when Gabriel said, he will be a delight and a joy to you. And then went on to say many will rejoice because of his birth. Mm -hmm. So like as a dad, Nathan, um, I'm thinking about what a joy and delight my children are. And I'm thinking about the responsibility that I have to raise them to know and love the Lord and to serve the Lord. And I'm imagining that, you know, as they live out their life, the way John the Baptist would, following the Lord, um, that not only are they going to be an increasing delight to me and their mom, but to how many other people. Like if they serve the Lord faithfully, Mm. how many people are going to delight in our kids and and think about that for the whole church like all the kids being raised in our in our church family right now if they'll serve the lord and walk his course and be servant leaders yeah that's awesome to me absolutely yeah and and also john chapter one talks about talks a lot more about john the baptist um saying you know his role in the in the story in the narrative and it really is beautiful it repeats over and over and over again you know I am not the Messiah. I'm I am just yeah. the one coming before him. You know, everyone thought that he was. Right. And he kept repeating, No, I'm not. You yeah, know, his ministry coming, His yeah. ministry was so powerful that like you're saying, in in John one, the Pharisees even came and asked and said, Are you the Messiah? Yeah. He's like, Nope. You know what else is interesting to me is they asked, Well, are you Elijah? Because clearly they were beginning to expect Elijah to return. Yeah. And John said, No, I'm not. And I think John just did not understand in his humility, he did not understand his role. Because in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus is super clear to the disciples. They said, wait, we thought that Elijah was going to come back first. And Jesus says, yep, he did come back first. It was Elijah. And look how we mistreated him. I mean, Elijah was John the Baptist, and look how we mistreated him. Super clear yeah. uh, that John the Baptist filled that role. Now, it wasn't Elijah reincarnated from the dead. Rather, the God had always intended to raise up a prophet like Elijah, a lone voice calling his people back to his heart yeah. in a generation where they were far from him. And John the Baptist filled that role that was prophesied as a, as a second Elijah. So I think that's just powerful to me, man. Yeah, yeah, it was... Very, very encouraging to see that the Lord has a plan and the Lord is working um, despite sometimes our disbelief um, in Him and in that plan. 
That's awesome. You know, I, I believe that the Lord has got good things planned for each of us. And I recognize that my role is not nearly as significant as John the Baptist, right? But how encouraging is it to know that you're not a surprise to God, that I'm not a surprise to God, that like he understands how, how he intends to use us in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that we'll engage it. All right. Hey, Nathan, I want to thank you personally for being a part of our devotion today. Thanks for encouraging the church family that we both love. Yeah. And man, Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too. Yeah.